Ladies and gentlemen and Force users of all ages, welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. I'm Daniel Dawson, and I'm joined by my dear friends, and by dear friends I don't mean actual dears, Alyssa Simmons. Hi. And Dino Nicandros. His name is Dino Nicandros. What? This week, week, we remain outside the Tauntaun discussing the Disney plus Marvel pew pew boom boom show they call The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is episode two, directed by Carrie Skoglund and written by Derek Kolstad and Malcolm Spellman. And by God, we're Star Wars fans and Marvel fans. What? What? That was very good, except that this is episode three. You're absolutely right. This is episode three. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Episode three, it's not episode two, it's episode three. Welcome to episode three. My I, goodness. I can't sing that well. I'm sorry. Oh, this wow. is why we don't let you behind the wheel of the car. You're right. That's right. Also, I've had coffee today. <laughs> oh, good. We're in for a treat. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And by treat, I mean a pile of feces. <laughs> Guys, um... So, episode three, um, do you want to just, like, tell me, like, what your, like, overall thoughts and feelings were? Because I had a great time watching it. Yeah, I did, too. Um, It was fun and suspenseful and full of Marvel silliness. It was filled with Marvel. It was filled with Marvel. Yes, Um, it was. Yeah, I had a great, my overall... My overall thoughts and feelings are that I had a great time. Yeah, also same. I I appreciate the run times we are getting. Mm. Me too. So very much. Yeah, me too. Um, I will also say Zemo was my uncontested MVP of this episode. Oh, yeah. Daniel Brule is fantastic. A chewer of the scenery if ever I saw <laughs> The most one. chewing, yeah, it's great. <laughs> and it is so so good. One part in particular which we'll get to um <laughs> it also I gave think us it also one broke of the, the internet a little bit. It, right, it gave us one of the better uh gifts of all time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um so I just want to do something crazy and start with the ending first. Um cuz I can't wait any longer to talk about it. Um oh my Go god. Go we got it. Florence Kasumba as Ayo from Wakanda and she's looking for Zemo uh, presumably to bring him to Wakanda for justice for killing the former king in Captain America Civil War wow wow wee wow um, so I have a question for you guys do you think that this is like a springboard for the new Wakanda show that's being in the works or do you think that this is going to be like all tied up and neat with a bow in this show I think well I, I think whatever the, the immediacy of of what she's after Zemo is going to be tied up in this show. But yeah, okay. I, I do think it's it's sprinkling some breadcrumbs for, for don't forget show. about these people. 
Gotcha. Because I was I was thinking like this yeah. could be like an Ahsoka moment. You know what I mean? From mm. Mandalorian where she's coming in and just, hey, I'm still here. Oh, there's going to be another show. Don't worry about me. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on the other think, show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. In in three years because we haven't even started anything. Yeah. On anything on for now. Black Panther two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, but I think I think they'll they'll deal with with Zemo. In in whatever capacity that happens, and then so. We're saying that Zemo is probably getting away. I don't know. I kind of think he's going to go back to prison. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because I mean, if he, if he's just going to be one of those people that like keeps going out and coming back in and going out and coming back in, and and I also, think they, yeah, I think they let him out, you know, conditionally. <laughs> yeah. Right. They weren't. I mean, like, he might. We're, we're springing you out of here for good. Like yeah, they he's... were like, we need you, so you're gonna get out, but then we'll put you back in. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's got he's got his own agenda. He, oh, well, yes, and I Obviously. do want to talk about yeah. that later on. But for sure. um, but Bucky does say you know he's he's super backwards, but he does have a code, and his right. whole thing is like, get rid of superheroes at all costs. They cost me my entire family, Whoops. and then maybe he goes back to prison. He's like, okay. I've... I had a great time. Thanks for, for thanks for letting me out. I just needed to get out and dance. Um, um I just want to say really quick, my my I didn't watch this episode with my entire family this week because oh, okay. um several of my family members were out of town. But um Oh gotcha. I watched with my mom. My my dad and sister watched last night and I got a phone call. <laughs> around like eight. At least they called you about it. <laughs> I got a phone call around eight thirty, and they were like, "Okay, so we just watched Civil War like a few days ago, but oh, wow. um, but remind us who Zemo is." <laughs> I was like, "You guys, how that was that was kind of like like a how? big part of that. He's a big part of." And they were like, "Well, just like, what is he about?" <laughs> Well, you know, like, I guess in their defense, do they really say his name a lot in that movie? Because they I can't say remember. it once or twice. Yeah, he's a little elusive, but, but still, it just it tickled me. But because that is pretty freaking funny. He's pretty present. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is a present. He is. He's a um, he's a he's a present to all of us. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's 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 move along. Um, we it. start the episode with an advertisement for the Global Repra- Repatriation Council, and then immediately followed by John Walker coming out of a police van labeled GPC and says, don't give them a second to delete, shred, or breathe. Um, and I, I don't know, just something I noticed is like, I'm not sure if it was intentional, but it, like the times being what they are, and mm. also like the last few weeks being in the midst of the Derek Chauvin trial, like when he says like don't give them a chance to breathe like and there are like these police officers that are going in i just mm-hmm. felt like like whoa like are they commenting on that that's intense i didn't go there mentally but yeah that... i i think that i'm just like hashtag triggered for sure, sure. but I, I if it was where they're intending to go yeah um... i mean that's a that's a a good theory i i, I mean i don't think it's that deep yeah i mean but... i'm sure I mean, it's might not be directly like looking but, into that. Sure, trial, we, I mean, but, we can. But make, police brutality, the... you know. Well, and this this episode, even though John Walker isn't in it very much, yeah, does he's barely there. It does set up just how different he is from Steve. Yeah, and, and also his little uh, temper tantrum when the guy spits oh, on him. Yes, mm-hmm. he's like, "Don't yeah. you know who I am?" 
It's like that's not Steve Rogers at, no. at all. Oh my goodness! And um, and it's it's interesting too because it also felt like we're getting the seeds of, uh, of his buddy being like, "Ooh, that was a that was a little too far," mm-hmm. and like, yeah. maybe they're gonna have like a split at some point. Um, yeah. I don't want to yeah, talk about this too long, but I do just want to mention it. Um, yeah, I understand that people feel really strongly about Wyatt Russell. And his role oh, yeah. in in Captain America, but right, right, as the new captain. But like, we just I I'm gonna speak for both of you and say that like we don't condone bullying and no. we don't condone uh you know threatening messages. I feel really awful. He's had a similar yeah, situation I... uh, to you know Kelly Marie Tran and and Daisy Ridley. In Star Wars, and yeah. he's had to delete all of his social media because he's legit so, gotten he's legit gotten death threats. It's oh so, that see now that's insane to me. Like I I understand like the the hate of the character because you know like right he, and everybody just to be clear like you're not supposed to like him right like, yeah he even said that he said I did my job like he he gave a great interview yeah. a couple of days ago where he's like yeah he fucking nails it people are gonna feel how they feel about me like. Right. It, and that's oh, how yeah. people felt about John Walker in the comics and totally. ha- about U.S. Well, agent in even, general. So What it's are we just... even talking about here? Like how – Yeah. And the same thing happened with, with uh, Sebastian Stan mm-hmm. w- w- was saying a couple days ago that people have been walking up to him and trying to trigger the Winter Soldier by using the trigger words. Oh, my that, God. For God's or from sake. the book. And it's like so spooky. You have to be a special kind of stupid. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I don't have. This is time not for... real life. You crazy. Yeah. So seriously, just, get a hobby. Yeah. Just I understand being passionate about it. Obviously, we're chatting about this very, very clearly. Yeah, but, <laughs> yes. But um, you know, we're there comes not, a that's point. That's not. That's not what this is about. No. And that's not what why heroes and why Stanley created the Marvel universe in the first place so just like just so you know we're silly and like you know we said he looked like the grandpa from up and like yes you know like he we're you know we're like joking because he does but just to be clear we're not condoning bullying of any kind i can't believe that we do not stand john walker but we definitely stand kurt russell's son no why why it is yeah, he's doing a, a great, a great job. He's yeah, he's killing job. it. When he elicited that reaction from us because he is a very skilled actor. Yeah, exactly. Be, because of how All he had he to do Steve. was wink. <laughs> and he and, set, and set I, the yeah, internet like, nope, yeah. Don't like it. Don't <laughs> so, it's very, that's a, that is some power. Yeah, um, anyhow. And, so I just yeah. wanted to yeah. cover that no, real quick. Great, 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 yeah. great, great point to bring and up. Thanks for saying that. I'm also sorry we even have to. I know. Yeah, same. That's creepy, but- that is the world that's yeah. That going is the world right that we live in. Um, well, Back moving to on. the episode. <laughs> yes. So we basically get Sam and Bucky on the hunt for the person who developed the new batch of super ser- super soldier serum, <laughs> and uh, since they suspect that Hydra might have something to do with it, they call in their old their old pal Zemo in prison to see if he has any info. So they bust him out via the old tried and true starting a prison riot method and <laughs> which well, uh, and I love I love that he's reading Machiavelli. Yes, I was literally just about to say that. Yeah, you uh, said that last week, do you know? Or the week before. Yeah, yeah. last week, last week. Yeah. Like he's he is the the pinnacle of the the Machiavelli villain in Marvel. A hundred percent. I mean, if you, if for those of you out there that are not really super 
familiar with Machiavelli, um, he basically coined the phrase, the ends justify the means. And I mean, like, that's like Zemo to a T. Well, know, and it's, as it's, far it's as his the basis for go. like, uh, well, it really informs his, his worldview because he can be all things to all people, depending on how advantageous it is. He's every woman. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like a really scary way to create a villain. Yeah. You know, to yeah. have them like be motivated by a lot of different things and ugh, that's creepy. Well, and it's totally. all rooted in trauma. Mm. Yes. I mean, yes. Right. We Which never want to yeah, like we never want to go like full empathy with people like this. Right. And I always but I always does. end up being but I Dino does being Dino definitely will. <laughs> who goes to bat for these people and uh, I promise you that does not inform my worldview at all. But I think but, I've and I've said it again and again villains are far more interesting oh, when I yeah. can see exactly where they're coming from. Yeah. And, yeah, and it, it's it, it's understandable, like yeah. why he's doing the things yeah. he's yeah, doing. Yeah, his family was killed by the Avengers. I mean, granted, it was an accident, but it's like, yeah, it's like and, the why. Uh, the why makes all the sense. It's just the how is just like, yeah. wh- but why would you do that anyway? But um, they're doing a great job with that. With fantastic, you know, with so flag great. smashers as well, just giving us lots of um, yes, very very much so. I also love that they've kind of retconned Zemo. Uh, a little bit to 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 fully be the Baron he is in the comics. Yeah, yeah. And Sam's like, you've been rich this whole time. He's hella rich, and he's got like tons of dope cars. Um, also, I'm sure you probably know as one of which is the 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 car that Red Skull drove. Yes, very cool. Um, but yeah, I love that. It just feels. And his butler, who thinks he's just hilarious. And so <laughs> like, who? I don't know what this guy's deal is, but I like I, him. <laughs> I love everything about him. Um, we also start to see Zemo dressing a lot like the comic book version of his oh, character. Oh, God, yeah. He went, he went straight supervillain. Yeah, like, he's got the, the fur jacket. Collar. I was like, okay, so. Yeah, and then he picks up that purple mask for the first time, which is very cool, um, which you saw in the trailers if you watch trailers. Um, uh, yeah, then we get Zemo, Bucky, and Sam on the plane. The conversation that also mentions Red Skull. I was um, wondering when they were going to bring him up. That was the first time they said his name. Um, mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, I, mean, well, I that, also. That... Oh yeah, say it. go ahead. No, I was going to say that, that that scene was another one of my my favorites in oh, recent Marvel yeah. memory. The, the the dialogue for this episode in particular, and and Zemo as a character was so excellent. Yeah, and his whole exchange with them about. He basically frames Steve as Red Skull. Yeah, which is like it's the, like we don't want another Red Skull running around, and and that that's what happens is... when people like Steve, you know, screw up. Totally. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, re-examining our icons and putting them on pedestals and yep. ignoring all of their flaws. Pedestals. And then he's able to kind of dig in at Bucky as well, which is uh, riveting. Very, very interesting. Um, and we also found out that Bucky's notepad is the same notepad that Captain America was using when he was making lists to get mm-hmm. caught up on all the things that he missed mm-hmm. while he was frozen, which I thought was cute. Um, so, yeah, apparently they they had a little exchange that we didn't see off camera. Um, yeah, then we get this weirdly edited scene with Carly Morgenthau um, with her visiting her mom um, in a hospital. And it felt... It seemed like it. It was a little unclear. Yeah, More well, guardian figure, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah, not biological it, parent, but it, it just felt super vague. So I went down a Google rabbit hole about this because I was like, that that felt weird. And then I um, 
there was I, I found rumors that there was like a whole subplot about um, a disease outbreak that they mm. re-scripted like at the last second because it was like a little too on the point on the nose about like COVID. Mm. Um which I'm like, I don't really know why you would change it because, I mean, why not so, so like, maybe keep something in that's like that actually we can super attach relevant. to emotionally. Yeah. yeah, and it's relevant. Maybe the plot line in the first episode about them stealing vaccines, they, that's they really exactly were what vaccines. That's exactly what I was getting to. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I yeah. think that it's clear from the Flag Smashers role in this episode that the vaccines they were talking about were not um, super serum. I think right. yeah. that they're, in fact, There's some vac- sort of like actual that, outbreak. Yeah, because... And I'm sure you'll get into this, Daniel, but like, you know, that they're totally Robin Hooding. Totally. You know, they're stealing from, they're stealing food and supplies to If Robin to Hood had to, explosives. <laughs> yes. If Robin Hood also blew people up. Right, um, right. You know, to displace communities. Um, so it's, and it's interesting. <laughs> another reason why I, you know, like I was like this scene potentially could have been a bigger deal because mostly just because I, I looked up the lady that was on the bed and she's like a, she's like a phenomenal actress. And it was just like, why would they cast this like brilliant actress to just, well, maybe we'll get some more flashback there. scenes. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking too. That's possible. We still might not have seen all of Cause they brought up her, they brought up her Donia, right? Yeah. yeah. Donia, name, they, that's right. they brought her name up like a couple of times, numerous times. other characters too. Yes. So. Right. Um, but yeah, interesting. Also, too, I I think that like I I've started to now that I've been breaking these episodes down more and more, I start to recognize when you see a person like talking, and then they they go away from that character, and you just hear the voiceover, and you you're mm. looking at another character. I'm like automatically sus of whatever that is because it's very easily something that they could have voiced over later and changed on per because sure. they, you know, had a script change or whatever it is. But anyway, I digress. Um then we get a uh then we get to Madripoor. Oh my god. Fictional criminal haven located somewhere near Singapore. Super cool and very different vibe from anything we've had in the Marvel films so far. Um it almost gives, like for me, it, like it almost gives off a John Wick like cyberpunk vibe. Well, um, the writer of this episode wrote the John Wick movies. There you go, exactly <laughs> right. And I, it's so funny too because I, I, I remember saying that in my head, and then like getting towards the end, and I went to go back to the writers, like, oh. Oh, okay. There that you would go. Be Der- why. Yeah, yeah, Derek. <laughs> that that there it is. Well, and there's a reason this episode felt the most cinematic of the three. It, totally. It, it felt like it felt like a, a Falcon Winter Soldier. Film. Movie, like movie movie oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah the cool the, the framing cool, the yeah cool them places. driving in with the, all the bikes surrounding oh, them so cool. was so cool through yeah. the tunnels and yeah yeah you get like yeah you get the cars you get the you get the planes you get the different locales yeah so they're, they're they're in Madrid just to clarify they are in Madridport uh, because Zemo has some underworld contacts that are gonna help them kind of as he put it climb the ladder to hmm. uh to find to find the serum the maker yes. of the serum or at least find out who who made it or whatever right um but yeah it's exciting that we're here finally cuz there's just so much cool comic lore that's steeped in Madripoor and I, I I just can't to see I can't wait to see what they do with this place um X-Men, but yeah X-Men, X-Men, X-Men. I know right X-Men um, Wolverine specifically 
So yeah, right, exactly. Sam, um, Sam is given the alias Conrad Mack, um, the Smiling Tiger, who is a comic book character that ends up as a villain chilling with the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen several references to the Thunderbolts so far in this show, so that's very oh, they coming, they coming, they be coming. And Z- Zemo is setting them up. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, very cool Easter egg. Um, uh, as they're walking through the streets, um, we see signs for shops and bars and such. And, um, one of which is called the princess bar. Um, and if you're a fan of the comics, um, you might recognize that, um, locale, uh, that, uh, Wolverine goes to that bar. Um, but yeah, I'm over high. Like seriously, if they even give like a hint of Wolverine's existence in this show, I mean, maybe not obviously like a cameo, but even if they like whisper, about it, I'm literally going to lose my shit. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't think they're really going to do that because I think that would be like such a crazy name drop that people would be like, no, they... um, but that would be cool. Uh, but yeah, then they go to the Bronze Monkey, which is another locale from the books, the comic books. I mean, um, to find Selve, who uh, should have the info that they need. Um, it seems the power broker is some beef with Zemo. Um, yeah, who do you think... Okay, so I know this is probably a little early on in the episode to talk about this, but who do we think the power broker is? I mean, do you think it's someone we haven't met? Or, like, do we think maybe it's, like, the the, the Mandarin, but, like, the, the, the real Mandarin? Because, um, you know, we, 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 we assume that the Mandarin lives here in Madripoor. Um, uh, but, yeah. Do you think that this maybe like, the power broker is, like, a setup for Shang-Chi? Or is that just something that's sort of dusted, like, in between that? So the, I've seen a couple theories floating around online. And my my first thought was it's Sharon. Okay, now that I, I I also thought that too. Now the only thing that that leads me to believe it's not her is that Zemo specifically uses the pronoun he. He does, times. but he that doesn't necessarily mean if, much. They asked if he'd met him, and he said no, only by reputation. Yeah, so, so it would be a cool reveal, and and and, and but that being probably said, probably a little too obvious. Yeah, yeah, but my 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 bet on Sharon though is that she's at least working for him, at the very least. Yeah, or I mean, or she could be off doing her own thing. I mean, she she could still be engaged with Shield people, but I I, I yeah, doubt she could be that. like a double agent, or you know, yeah, like so this is all her her kind of newfound cynicism is maybe a cover, but probably well, yeah, probably she might not. be also That's like, seen... uh, what do you call it, like freelancing, <laughs> yeah. you know, and she's like freelancing for. The power broker. I saw it suggested elsewhere, and this is where the Thunderbolts come in. Okay. That what if it's uh, Thaddeus Ross, who's oh. the Secretary of State? Is he forms the Thunderbolts in in the comics? That's interesting. And what if he is uh, because he couldn't put a leash on the Avengers after the events of Civil War? Sure. And Infinity War when they were on the run, he decided okay. We recognize that we do need heroes, but we need heroes that can be controlled by the U.S. government. So John Walker's in that category. Maybe Zemo signs up. Um, Abomination, if you want to go all the way back to the whole Abomination! Movie, which is when we were introduced to Thaddeus Ross. So Abomination. Um, there are others. That's an interesting I Yeah, I would be all about that. That theory. would be very fun. Um... um I don't know though. I something tells me it's not either of those, but 
Something tells it's me it's Mephisto, but, but, um, but yeah, very interested to see what they could do. It could definitely be Mephisto. Oh, you're no, no, it's absolutely. You fucking said it. You said it. That's it. Absolutely Mephisto. Hundred percent. I that was where I was going, so I'm very glad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad we're on the same page. It's it's Mephisto. (laughs) Always on the Mephisto train. Choo choo. Um. So they meet with Selby, who I. Like I love this actress; she's dope. Um, she tells them where uh, the scientist who created the super soldier serum is Wilfred Nagel. Um, she gets shot by a sniper bullet. Whoops! Um, who we later find out. I mean, I assume we don't we don't actually see her shoot, but I'm assuming it's from Sharon Carter. Yes. Yeah. yeah it yeah. feels like that's the case. Um, well, this the- whole scene is great when when. Uh- she makes Sam pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. The phone oh, rings, yeah. and his sister Sarah's calling. And so great. And she's like, Sam "Answer it hilarious. on speaker." Sam was hilarious. This entire like nightclub. Yes. Situation. Oh yeah, the drink. He had to drink the Smiling drink. Tiger's favorite drink, where they cut something out of his snake and yeah, pop it in it the. Yeah, like, <laughs> I love that. Don't know so what great. it was. And he does Eggs, like the double maybe. take. <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> He, he really he killed wins, it. He wins the award for, for funniest yeah, human was, in this episode. <laughs> yeah, freaking hilarious. Um, but yeah, then the show immediately turns into a John Wick film, um, which is obviously super fitting because Derek Cole's dad, right, um, is the writer. Uh, yeah, and oh, have you guys ever seen John Wick, by the way? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I literally just watched all three movies like a few weeks ago, and I'm freaking obsessed. Um, yeah, they're yeah. good. So freaking! Good. It's just like they, every fight scene is a work violence. of art. Like, they, yes, so they, they've, they've mastered violence to a T. And if, oh go go God. YouTube uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, studying up to be in these films. Mm. He, oh, he he is proficient with every gun one could Kung imagine. Fu. It's just nuts. That does not surprise me about him. He totally yeah, he's seems just I I, like I that love that man in so it. much. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. just he's just so great. Um, so yeah, Sharon reveals herself to Sam and the gang, and they go back to their to her place uh, while they discuss what to do next. Um, she's living the high life. She's living the high life. Yeah, she's like selling like really fancy paintings that she's apparently stolen, or or at least you know. Um, when they run with the theory that all the the paintings in museums are largely fake, and that the real stuff is in places like this, and gets which sold is so on the fun, sold on the, like the black market, yeah. I love that idea. I think that's so great. Um, but yeah, it turns out she knows people who know people who know where to find Wilfred Nagel. Um, and she also knows that he works for the power broker. Um, and then we get a random passage of time scene where Zemo is dancing in a club awkwardly, which is literally <laughs> the most funny. Like just his like fist pumping is probably going it, to be generated. It will be the gif of the year of the year. Yeah. Zemo. Well, she tells him she tells him to blend in. So Bucky, <laughs> Bucky, Bucky and Sam are just kind of like you know hanging and like possibly having a drink or something, and Zemo is getting down. <laughs> oh man, I just I mean like I I love how like the you know the show is just like clipping along i i would love to know like how long that passage of time actually was i mean i think they were all still wearing the same clothes so it couldn't have been that long right no yeah, i mean no, probably i think it hours. was like that night yeah yeah right i i do i i do want to go back to the scene with uh with sharon we get some sharon stuff. and sam we and do get yeah. a lot of good stuff yes uh she is she is completely disillusioned yeah. And rightfully so, because she explains when she 
she catches up with them that uh she she's been on the run since she got cap shield for him and sam's wings and excommunicado and she's not allowed back in the united states she can't contact her family yeah yeah um, and sam tries to be like you know we we understand like we were there too and she's like right. well, being there and current you know currently being in that situation are very is different. was or different yeah, yeah. Is, was or different and she um Oh god, I lost my track of thought. The whole superhero thing is, she's like the whole super uh, superhero thing is hypocrisy. It's bullshit. Yeah, and and she's completely soured on the idea of Steve and and uh, which also uh, kind of fitting because last time we saw them together, they kiss and then bye. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my with my real girlfriend. Sorry, and. Uh, so she she got the short end of the stick. She says it like that. I didn't have the Avengers to back me up. Totally. Yeah. Poor little bugger. But yeah, it kind so of... we get a so we get it sort of like a she's like, I will help you find um Dr. Wilfred Nagel if you can you get my freedom. You can kind of pardon me, essentially. Yeah. Right. So that's a Oh, and and even then she was, I mean, like at first when Sam offered that, she was just like, Oh, pff, you know, bullshit. Like but then she like agrees to it. When her saying all of that kind of opens the box of, of we, we have several conversations where Sam and Bucky kind of go back and forth on the shield. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really setting it up to where Bucky believes in all the good things it represents and all the good things it's done. And mm-hmm. Sam is on the end of like this, this shield is problematic. Totally. And, it should be destroyed. And I love that they're putting them on two opposite sides of this. And it's a great debate. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um so yeah, then we uh uh we find Wilfred in a secret lab inside a shipping container <laughs> and we get a a big info drop uh, about how he was able to recreate the serum. Um he originally was working for Hydra and then Eventually for the CIA, um, and he was able to use the blood Which, yikes, from. Yikes! By the yes, way, what's that? Yeah, name? scary. Hydra yikes, and then the CIA. He, yeah, whoa. Yeah. CIA recruited. I mean, there's precedent for that. Yeah, after World War II, recruiting German scientists, but this, like, this is weird. Very the CIA. Stuff. The CIA wanting its hands on the 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 serum and. Well, I kind of feel like it, it. It might be partially because like Hydra was kind of controlling Shield at that point, right? Like. And, and well, he, he knew have... it was Hydra, so like he wasn't he wasn't duped. Yeah, like, he, right. He was working yeah, he for knew Hydra. Who he was they... working for. Right. Yeah. And the CIA knew that too. And right. Yeah, they were obviously care. in on it. Um, and then he was able to use the blood from you know he doesn't say who it is, but I think we're assuming it's Isaiah Bradley, Ugh. um, who we found out like well, yeah, you have you, for a long you have that um, moment. Sam has comics, that moment. Of... In the comics, that is what. Yeah, what that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, and cool. Sam has the moment of realization. The camera pans in, you know, pans yeah, to him, and yeah. he has the like, "Oh my god, my god, this sick son of a bitch." Which, like, woof, oh my god. When we get that moment, like with Isaiah Bradley, ooh, that the drama. Um, but yeah, that's how he was able to get it all done. Um, they also find out that he made enough serum for twenty doses. Wow, wow, wee, wow. Um, so we don't know exactly how many have been used already, but I mean, uh, consider, I mean, it seems like a considerable amount. Cause I mean, I, I feel yeah, like Carly at least Mar, them. yeah, Carly's yeah. got one of them. Also important to all, note I mean, that she he, took all of them. 
Yeah, he should. Well, no, but she's them. used one of them. I mean, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, yeah or, or they or they gave yeah. one to her. Um, he he blipped and then came back, right? And um, yes, and then the was contacted by the power broker to continue his his work. his research and studies. A really interesting tidbit is during his work, he's figured out a way to basically take away the symptoms of of using the serum so no more right super muscular veiny psychopaths mm-hmm. anybody can use it and it can go which pretty is much so undetected. great because that means that like i could be cast in this show now <laughs> right. well i, I mean carly was running around kicking john walker off of right 18 yeah wheels. she's Kicked like him off an 18 wheeler she's like 110 pounds which i think so. is cool as hell like oh, i mean yeah. Yeah. you don't have like it, but that's that's a that that kind of raises the stakes because totally. now you don't know who has it and mm-hmm. uh you can cause a lot of problems. Yeah, you'd be a much more stealthy super soldier. Um, meanwhile, Sharon Carter is kicking all of the oh my ass, god, John so Wick style butts. upstairs with I a mean, wrench. The wrench. Oh my Emma. god! I I like the, it, it was like uh, I mean I don't know if it was the most violent um, Marvel fight that we've gotten in a while, but I mean like certainly we were getting, one like, of the most. Yeah, wrench, one of the most. Knife. We've got some stabbing happening and. The, I mean, the choreography is exceptional. So cool, so so cool. I mean, I mean, we're we're getting a lot of John Wick flavor in this for sure. Um, but yeah, then Zemo is like, I'm super done with this info drop, and shoots Wilfred <laughs> dead. Um, he's like, that's enough, thank you. Um, sets off an explosion, destroying the lab. Whoopsie doodle. Um, well, interesting that Z- Zemo caps him. Like it we is. now know that, like Z- Zemo, like they might have the the and same. And they were aware of imme- each other too, by the way. Like, right, right. They, they have the same immediate goals, but uh, not only was he aware of who this person is, but it does serve his greater endgame of like wiping out anybody who has the ability to produce this stuff. Right. Like he is trying to get rid of this serum. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um. So, yeah, then Zemo, Bucky, and Sam make their getaway in a car, and we get a fun callback to Captain America and the Winter Soldier um, where Sam asks Bucky to move the seat up, and Bucky says no, and then now the roles are reversed, and Sam is in the front seat, and he's just like, no, so great. <laughs> um, and then we get Sharon Carter saying to some other chick that they have a problem. Oh, actually, several problems, um, leading me to believe that she's – I mean, potentially working for the power broker or is the power broker. I'm not really yeah. sure yet. Um, she gets into the back of the car. This yeah, person is she does. driving her. Right. So she's, she matters. She mm-hmm. does. She's, 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 if she's not the power broker, she's high up the totem pole, potentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she probably, I mean, then it got me thinking about like why she would even take them to see Wilfred, you know? But I mean, like, I think that she probably intended to lead them to him so that they could get the information about the serum and the flag smashers so that they would go and deal with that problem for right. them. She need, she Right. She needs to find Carly because yes. she has, Carly has all the serum. So right. she, she literally holds get all the cards. Back. Yeah. Right. And Carly even says that in that, uh, in that scene, she's like, yeah, she's like, we took everything. So right. He's going to come to us begging. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is cool, yeah. It's like they kind of have the upper hand now. Um, but yeah, it's just I think that she the reason the the problems that she's talking about is the fact that like I don't I think that she didn't intend for them to kill 
the scientist and Alfred. also blow mm-hmm. up the lab. No. So like, Simo is a loose cannon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they were. Yeah, I think that maybe they were. They they didn't think that Zemo would be there. I don't know, but anyway. And then we get freaking Ao. Um, <laughs> so dope. What a cool episode. That was it. Yeah, so cool. So many, so many juicy things that lay and build the groundwork for what's in store. I feel yeah. like. This episode more than any other. I mean, there's we're only on the third episode, but like we're halfway done. No, I hate when that. We are literally halfway through. So crazy. Um, yeah, it just was so freaking fun, action packed. Yeah, we got some info drop, but it didn't feel too expositiony. Which is good. No. We got the like the the reveal of the new location of Madripoor was like so epic. Um, I can't wait to explore that city more. The high town and the low town, is that what mm-hmm. they're called? Um, yeah, it's just gonna be so cool. Yeah, yeah I, I'm 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 really interested to see um just how at odds Sam and Bucky become if they are. Because we, we know yeah. they get the shield back. But but they're they have they have a second conversation on on the, their their second plane ride, which I was talking about earlier, where they discuss what that shield means and Bucky is taking it right. as a personal offense that that Sam just kind of trashed it and then Sam right. goes a step further and says I should have kept it and then destroyed it and then destroyed it right and then Bucky says I'm going to take the shield from John Walker myself so, yeah like, right that's that's so, that's, so, that's that so Bucky Bucky feels like okay if if you're going to be that way then I'm I'll be captain then I'll do then. it fine yeah, I'll be I'll captain america and which kind of just blows my mind a little bit because Sam is the natural candidate because he is. Right. I think he's a lot like Steve, probably more than Bucky, mostly totally. because Bucky has spent much of his life since World War II killing people and wasn't him, but like he's, he's done some bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, um, you know, we chatted about this a little bit. Uh, maybe last episode, Dino, with you saying, like, you know, Captain America and everything that he stands for and is, like, always really resonated with me. And, um, you know, we're getting to see the aftermath of of that with people that were close to Steve Rogers and having to yeah. experience this new captain that they're not on board with. And um, uh the uh, one of the flag smashers who had the scene with um, Carly out, yeah. in front, mm-hmm. uh, out in front, and he was, you know, she was like, I, "I always thought I would like become a teacher or something." Yeah. Um, and he potentially might have had, he might have some more scene work, but um, his name is Desmond Chiam, mm-hmm. and uh, he is a friend of a friend. So I, I saw his uh, post about being in the episode uh, shared okay, from a cool. couple of people. How cool. Um, and uh, yeah, he just, it, it was really sweet and amazing. And he just talks about how um, he he loved Captain America so much as a kid. And when he was young, he had one of his really good friends pass away. Hmm. And that just sort of connected him even further to Steve Rogers. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, he just, in being a, a Chinese man living in Australia and um, 
again, just with very timely things happening in our world. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just was so, so incredible to see a fellow actor um, get to come full circle in his life. You know, it's really, really dope. Have have something that's so, so meaningful to him and then get to and they, they let him take a picture with the shield. On set. Cool. So, he, so, that's the, so that's the photo he posted, and I just, yeah, just major congratulations to Desmond Chiam. Yes. And, yes. Uh, wow, I love I love things like that so much. It just yeah, gives me gives like all the tingly feelings. Gives me all the good the good feels. That's well, dope. and and the show is is super timely because uh, I don't know whether we all know it or not or realize it or not. We do. We, I feel like we do need a Captain America. Just mm-hmm. we're, we're all looking for somebody to just fix it. Like yeah. what, whatever it is, it can be any number of things that are weighing on you. But we, I think everybody collectively, and, and maybe subconsciously or maybe out loud, is just wishing there was somebody who'd step up and some fix hero it. that I, was able to to make things better. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and uh, I I just love that the uh, the series is. Is tackling that. It's going too. there. It's not, it's not afraid to do it. Yeah, just really, really good. And I, I, uh, I hope they dig in even more. Yeah. Um, three episodes you know, the, left. Oh my gosh. And and where where do we go after, as far as Captain America, that kind of section of the MCU? I wonder, you know, if Sam ends up with the shield, does he go back to the Avengers? Does he? Yeah, I don't know what what their role in the larger world is going to be. And I hope he does. <laughs> I really want yeah, him to. I, do I feel like he will. He, I think that's he the other will. thing too. Is I, I I've been hearing rumors about, um, you know, the Phase Four finale kind of thing, like where, um, yeah, what that is, and it. I think the rumor is is that it's not going to be like a big. Um, event where everybody gets together. It's going to be like a group of like like groupings of uh, of different. Yeah, I think Phase heroes. Four is largely going to be that because Spider Man is is going to function as like a a Civil War Multiverse. style movie with with Doctor Strange and mm. Wanda and probably some others. And right. and Doctor Strange the uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is is going to be the same thing where people are coming in mm-hmm. and out of each other's movies but what i think is largely happening and uh, it's not by accident that they've released wandavision falcon winter soldier next up is loki right and doesn't Which it kind of seem got a trailer to... for oh it's, it's, it's gonna be a riot <laughs> it looks so fun uh but it kind of seems to me that they're setting up the three kind of theater well, i'll call it theaters of war of the mcu mm. so you have kind of the ground-based We'll call it "quote unquote" realistic, right? Sure. Uh, earthbound kind of section, which is where Falcon and Winter Soldier is. Wandavision is is unleashing the magic, mm-hmm. the supernatural, and then I think Loki is going to do the time and space. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. I think so. And too. you're going to have like these three parallel. So it is the big. It is the big three: aliens, it is, wizards, right, and androids. Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, so the, the I think that's going to be a really useful way of storytelling, that they're going to be able to contain all of these stories. And then whenever we get to 
uh i think i think the next ant-man movie is actually going to be super uh telling about where they're going in they're going of, like, into the, the quantum big, realm right and that yeah one? yeah mm-hmm. and and the the bad guy they're introducing kang the conqueror is an avengers level threat mm-hmm. right he deals with time and so i think i think we're going to get breadcrumbs here and there and uh we already are I can't wait to see what the next. I can't wait for the loaf. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I want the I want the full loaf. It's currently proofing. <laughs> the delicious. Oh yeah, it, loaf. yeah. It is. It is. It, it's before proofing right it's before. now. It's before. Yeah, it's even before the proof. Honestly. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, <laughs> that, that was episode three. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed following along with us and yeah and if you like, did congratulations because like you know i usually make no sense no so. you did great daniel um as, oh, as far as as far as star wars goes oh my god wait we're a star wars podcast that's right <gasps> we're a star oh, wars right. podcast we've got a uh, a new drop of material on disney plus oh, all of the ewok movies <laughs> which i bet most of you didn't know these existed yeah I'm pretty thrilled. And you're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Because if you don't want to watch them, we're going to watch them for you. And then we're going to talk about them. It's going to be special. (laughs) I love the Ewoks. I love them. uh, And Bad Batch is less than a month away. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be here like in two seconds. So we've got some Clone Wars to talk. Yes, certainly. Um, So stay tuned for that. We got some cool stuff on the way. And by then, we'll be fully vaccinated bitches. <gasps> so, yes, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed, uh, leave us a little comment or uh, subscribe and rate us on on wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, do it. Five stars it. and show your work. Yes. <laughs> Please and thank you. Yeah, uh, I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. I love you 3,000. <laughs> <laughs>